tampons in boys' bathrooms in Illinois public schools, a sure sign that leftist lawmakers in Springfield are obsessively driven by the desire to use government money and power to advance an absurd science-denying ideology, is House Bill 922, sponsored by Linda Chapalavia, that, if passed, will require every public middle and high school in the state to make tampons and sanitary napkins available for free in every boy's bathroom. You heard that right. Every middle and high school in the state will have to add feminine hygiene dispensaries to every boy's restroom for all the menstruating boys. Hashtag another unfunded mandate. What ho, you may be exclaiming if you've been sequestered in a cloistered world in which science still appertains. Surely, you think, teachers know that boys don't menstruate. Oh, you naive, antiquated, science-loving peeps. We've left modernity and postmodernity behind. We've even left truthiness behind. We've now entered the post-science, post-rationality, post-truth era, where pseudoscience, aided and abetted by Big Brother and his ugly twin, Big Trans, in the service of absolute autonomy, amorality, and pagan sexuality, reign and destroy. To be clear, the menstruating boys are confused girls who masquerade as boys. Leftist lawmakers believe we the people and our taxes should be forced to subsidize their confusion and masquerade. A less costly compromise with anti-science cultists would be to allow girls who pretend to be boys to get their feminine hygiene products from school nurses, but trans cultists and their ideological allies demand that all of society pretend along with trans-identifying persons. Trans cultists seek to force all of society to pretend the empress is an emperor. Leftist lawmakers believe that commitments to compassion and inclusivity require Illinois taxpayers to facilitate a body and soul-destroying fiction that harms these children, a fiction that is supported by no actual science. There is no conclusive research-based hard science proving that girls with healthy, normally functioning anatomy and physiology can be born in boys' bodies or vice versa. There is no conclusive research-based hard science proving that if a girl experiences a mismatch between her subjective feelings about her sex and her objective biological sex, that the error resides in her body as opposed to her mind. And there is no conclusive research-based hard science proving that all cross-sex identifying children, as well as all other children, are best served by adults facilitating a fiction. Parents of public school children must understand that pronoun mandates and restroom diktats like this bill are teaching all children that biological sex has no intrinsic meaning relative to anything, including to feelings of modesty and the desire for privacy when undressing or engaged in personal bodily activities. These intrusive, coercive mandates are teaching all children that the desires of opposite-sex impersonators take precedence over the desires of non-delusional people everywhere. These mandates are teaching all children that in order to be loving, compassionate, and inclusive, they must share private spaces with opposite-sex peers. 
And parents must understand that these trans policies and the ideology taught to their children to rationalize these policies are desensitizing their children to co-ed private spaces. In other words, increasing numbers of children and teens are becoming unnaturally comfortable sharing restrooms and locker rooms with peers of the opposite sex. It is our cowardice and complacency that allow these incremental changes to move forward, thereby ensuring what should be a shocking sexual revolution. We're moving to a cultural place where it will be illegal to publicly recognize sexual differentiation in word or deed. When you next contact your lawmakers and school leaders, make sure to ask them this question. What is a woman? Get back to me with their answers.